Hello and welcome to the Sonic Collective. I'm Darren Scott and I'm going to try my first attempt at an audio review here. I think we eventually want to go here on this site, but uh, as we just run this uh, with five friends just kind of emailing around, uh, we'll just expand it as we go. Um, yes, so now we're reviewing George Thorogood and the Destroyers' Bad to the Bone album. It was picked by Greg Jorgensen, our good friend in Bangkok, Thailand. It is kind of strange. We have two members of this club in Bangkok, Thailand, but we're all Canadian guys just trying to have some fun and review some albums. But um, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Um, being 46, uh, I'm sure a lot of people under 35 maybe know a song or two, but probably don't really know who George Thorogood is. But uh, uh, myself being raised in the, uh, I guess, the 70s and 80s, uh, I definitely remember George Thorogood. Um, I think it was a big part of junior high and high school for me. It was more of the, uh, his live album came out a few years later after this Bad to the Bone album. It was more of a best of, which we're not really allowed to uh, review uh, as part of this group. But um, I, I, I love George Thorogood. I think uh, really... You know, for me, uh, you know, at the end, well, I'll summarize here, but I'm not sure he was the, the most influential artist, like people going like, wow, I've never heard blues before, and that influenced me. I, th I think uh, his predecessors and his influences are the ones that are the big influences, but where I do think uh, George Thorogood really came through, it was really, um, he was, especially North America, we're talking Canada and the States, and I'm sure worldwide, but uh, in those markets, small town Canada, small town USA, with uh, you know mostly white kids that probably didn't know much about blues or uh, were very lucky if they did, but you didn't know much. You, you knew a little bit about rock and roll, which was blues influence, but you didn't know blues. So I really feel uh, that George Thorgood was really the last of a dying breed. He was really trying to... Um, hang on to that to that blues uh and especially and he turned it a little more rocking and i think they termed his music like oogie boogie or boogie oogie or boogie blues um and it's funny think of an influence because can you name another oogie boogie band or a boogie blues band probably not um so i think he was kind of the, the the last of the mohicans if you remember that movie but really he he was just trying to uh keep an art form alive and the blues is alive and well but um Mainstream, you know, not so much. You don't hear as many traditional blues. You tend to listen to the old artists, and there's lots of great blues artists uh, out there. But what he did do is that he he really influenced, I guess, I'll, I'll call it, I'd say about, you know, white Canada and white America, that uh, all of a sudden these kids were like, wow, this music's really good. Because uh, realize on, the, on this album and many of his others, uh, most of them are covers. Um, he has some great uh, songs that he wrote himself and the Destroyers wrote, you know, Bad to the Bone being one of them, obviously, uh, and lots of other things. But uh, this album was full of covers, like Nobody But Me, The Human Beans. I remember did that song and a bunch of others. And, and some I even thought, well, you know what, I kind of like the original better, but realized uh, these kids and people like myself at that, those ages in the 80s, that they had no idea that these were even covers. Uh, and they just thought, these songs are great. And... He, uh, I guess, made them a little more rocking and upbeat. A lot of blues songs, if you go back and listen to the uh, very early recordings of some of the originals, uh, they're actually a lot slower than what you hear today uh, by people covering them. So they sped it up and made it more, I guess, more rock friendly and more upbeat. Um, 
But that, that's, for me, that was a really big thing in this review. You know, I love George Sorgan. I mean, I think I played the cassette of that live album. We, it was on every party. Everybody had that cassette. It was just like, if you're in the, anybody who's listening to this or read our reviews, if you were around in the 80s in high school or give or take a few years, you definitely most likely had that cassette, uh, the live one. You know, maybe you had Bad to the Bone and some of his other albums as well. They're, they were all great. Um, but yeah, um, and I always say to people, you know, like, as he introduced, you know, think of a blues riff or a blues song, and I'm sure most people go, or, you know, I was like, or you could play Bad to the Bone, and you go, is it this song? And they would be like, yeah, yeah, that's the song I was thinking of. It's like, because that's so common. And even now, I've even heard it here. We are in 2016, you know, 30 years after this album, or even more, geez, I can't even do the math. But, um, and Bad to the Bone's being used in commercials on TV right now. Uh, so, I mean, he's, he's still around. Uh, he still tours, and uh, he's still playing great music. Um, like I said, if you're under 35, you may, you probably just know that bad to the bone riff from, you know, maybe you saw older movies like Problem Child or something like that where uh, they, they used it a lot or some of his other music, but uh, uh, you, you really probably owe him a little bit of credit. And I'm sure a lot of uh, musicians that uh, became big rock musicians now uh, or in the last 10, 15 years probably had George Sorgard in their collection. So, I mean, as they're being influenced by the, the great rock bands of the 70s and some new alt rock and uh, things like that, I'm sure they're still influenced by blues, obviously, whereas the root of rock and roll. But uh, George Sorgard came around and they inter introduced potentially them to it and maybe they explored backwards. You know, some of uh, George's uh, biggest influence are like Howling Wolf Murphy. Um, if you go read the Robert Johnson review, the, the pick that I did about uh, five months ago here, on the Sonic Collective site, you'll see that Robert Johnson really influenced all those greats uh, like that. Um, Muddy Waters, Howling Wolf, just the list goes on and on. Uh, but, I mean, really, that was the, the big thing for me. Um, you know, he, yeah, it was a, he was kind of a, a bit of a dying art form when, you know, he finished. He's still touring and doing well, but there's not too many bands, I guess, like him that uh, started up after and just kept that same thing, let's do the Boogie Woogie Rocking Blues. Um, but th that was the big thing for me. I mean, the album in general, I really liked. I, um, you know, even the covers, like I said, though some maybe weren't as strong as others, I thought. Um, you know, maybe of the originals, I really thought it was a, a good album. Uh, you know, really, I, I would highly recommend this one. Uh, it, it, it was a great album for me. Again, I maybe more listened to the live, but going back here and listening to the full Bad to the Bone, it, it was just so great. Um, I love hearing some of the old, uh, the covers, Wanted Man, you know, which Johnny Cash obviously does an amazing version of. Uh, yeah, the, it, just, it just goes on and on. I mean, really, I would say, um, if, if you haven't really experienced the blues or you really like rock and you haven't really given the blues much time, it's like, he's like Fisher Price, my first blues album is, is a good way to look at it. He would really introduce you to the blues uh, and do a lot of covers and, and they're fun, good, upbeat songs. Um, and then you could kind of go backwards from there and listen to some of his influences. Like I said, Muddy Waters, Howling Wolf, B.B. Uh, um, King even. Uh, and, and go start listening to them. And, and I, I found if, as my, I get older and I start exploring more music, I, I'm getting more interested in where my music came from. And, I, and you kind of go backwards. It's like, oh, you know, I grew up and now I, I love, say, the Foo Fighters. It's like, but you start going back. Well, what influenced Kurt Cobain? What influenced Dave Grohl? And, you know, you discover more about punk, but then, you know, probably will lead back to blues at one point too. Um, but that's the fun part of exploring music. 
Um, yeah, I will, I will leave it at that. Uh, I really like this. I'll do my individual breakdown of each of the rankings in uh, the written review, which I'll summarize uh, what I'm saying here. But, uh, you know, I would definitely... Uh, this is a highly recommended album for me in his collection if you haven't heard it. Uh, blues fan, uh, if you're a blues fan, you probably like it. You might find it a little cheesy at times, but uh, you gotta admit it's upbeat and fun. Uh, so even if you're a hardcore blues fan, would take that. And if you're not, it's a great introduction to it again, like I said. So uh, I say great pick, Greg Jorgensen. I mean, I would give this a four out of five. Highly recommend listening to it and uh, experiencing uh, uh, this, this great artist. Anyway, thanks so much. I'm Darren Scott, and that's my review for George Sorgan. Destroyers bad to the bone.